This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Stu, uh, I love the fact that Donald Trump is setting off, setting up his excuse right now, uh, just in case he loses the election, which is becoming a, a real possibility. He's behind in virtually every poll now, right, Stu? Is there any poll in which he's still ahead? The only poll that he's still ahead is the tracking poll from the L.A. Times, which uh, tracks multiple days. And once the good Trump days start to roll out of that poll, he will be behind there, too. Um, however... As of right now, he is uh, still in the picture on that one. Um, here's here's the polls that look included in the uh, Real Clear Politics average: mm-hmm. um, Clinton plus one, Clinton plus five, Clinton plus eight, Trump plus two, oh. Clint- Clinton plus five, Clinton plus six, Clinton plus three, Clinton plus nine. So okay. the average right now is four point four. So Clinton. generally, she got the bounce that we all expected she would get. It does seem like it's a little bit bigger uh, at the moment. Uh, maybe not, though. We'll see. Um, and but both of them. Uh, his has already pretty much gone away. Hers will go away as well. And then it'll just be the normal race. Uh, it won't be convention related. Right now it kind of is. Yeah, if you kind of look, if we could uh, pull up um, on Facebook maybe three weeks ago, before the convention started, if you can go, back, go to my Facebook page and pull it up, you've showed the graph before. But there's like a little wave graph of what the convention yeah. bounce is, uh, yeah. is supposed to be. Maybe we can pull that up real quick and go over it because, I mean, it looks like that pretty much nailed it. I, we'll see if Clinton, right, the last few polls from Clinton, I mean, you've got a plus nine that came out yesterday. I mean, if, if she's way up there, it's even bigger than anyone expected. Yeah, plus um, nine's a lot. Yeah. Then there was one that was, she was plus 15, right? Uh, yeah, there was a poll that was plus 15. It's not included in uh, in this particular rundown. That's big. Um, and it, it, that one seemed like it's been a a Clinton leaning poll throughout. So uh, maybe you don't, you know, they didn't include it here. Um, but it is, it is, there is another poll out there. I had it 4631. Inter- another interesting thing, however, about um, uh, the uh, polls that have just come out recently uh, three polls between Clinton and Trump have Clinton over 50. Now, Trump, uh, I mean, just even going back historically, uh, 45. He hit 48 once. Um, one Gravis poll, he was over 50, and that's the only poll he's been over 50 the entire time. She, Clinton's had three polls over 50 in the last in the last few days. Um, According to 538, she's got a 66 percent chance of winning. And we should be clear: this this is a big change. Uh, 538 was the mm. most optimistic for Trump. Um, and moved that down to almost. A, I think actually Trump even took a slight lead for a day or two at, right as really? the convention um, as to who would who would win. Um, is this? Do you, do you know which one this is? This, this is the Nowcast or the Polls Plus? Do we have any idea which one that is? I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but anyway, uh, he actually took a, a slight lead. 
all the other ones that New York Times simulations have, uh, we're are around 70 um, right now for 74% for Clinton and the, from the New York Times simulation. Uh, the PredictWise number is is been up in that. Now, PredictWise uses betting markets, um, so it's a little bit different, but they, they have it at 74% as well. Mm. Um, so they, right now, I mean, look, this is supposed to be, again, I, we really do try. If you're a Trump supporter, you don't feel this way because you hate us. Um, but we really do try to break these things down honestly. I mean, we told you before the convention Trump was going to get about a bump. Mm-hmm. He did. We told you after the Democratic convention the Democrats were going to bump. I'm not going to sit here and say now that the Clinton nine-point lead is real because, because I, I don't like Donald Trump. Just like I didn't think the Trump two-point lead was real because I don't like Hillary Clinton. Um, the bottom line is it looks like the, the, the swing has come back to the side of Clinton. Um, we expect that bump for both sides to be completely gone with no effect whatsoever from the conventions in about a month. The difference between this election and last election is it's even further away, so even more things can affect it. Um, yeah. the, the, and they will. The convention's further away from the election is what I mean there. And so, I mean, there's plenty of stuff to come. I mean, really, yeah. anything we're doing now when it, we look at polls, it's interesting to get a general picture to see what, 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 what states are in competition. But in reality, Doesn't I mean, mean we, don't, we don't know. Um, so it's kind of interesting because uh, Trump was speaking yesterday at a rally in uh, Columbus, Ohio. And here's the excuse he's already setting up for just in case he loses. Remember this, I had 17 people. I, didn't, I wasn't running against two people. I had 17 people. Hillary Clinton, I got a similar number to Hillary Clinton, and she had Bernie. And she had a hard time putting Bernie away. And Bernie, poor Bernie, he looked so upset. He, you know what? He made a mistake. He shouldn't have made a deal. Sometimes he, he lost. He lost. First of all, it was rigged. No, Cruz should have made the deal. the election's going to be rigged. But not I have him. to be no. honest. Because... I think my side was rigged. If I didn't win by massive landslides, I mean, think of what we won in New York and Indiana, California, 78 percent. That's with other people in the in the race. No, California wasn't with but other people in it. the race, stupid. I hear he more and more sentence without lying. He can't. That the election on no- November 8th. Can you believe we're almost there? This I, I, started I, okay. on June 16th it, of last year. Nonsense. It, well, it was and nonsense I said, from the start. Wow. Okay, we've heard Let's enough. Let's go do it. It's I mean, guts to do this. Believe yeah, me. We didn't even get to. Yeah, we, we heard it. He The election's rigged. Uh, the election oh, may be rigged. Oh, my God. I, I, I mean, so it, it he's setting up the excuse already. And he his election in the primary was rigged. Uh, but he won by so much that he overcame the rig. That's a pretty bad rigged system if you were yeah. able to overcome it. Yeah, actually, the, the point of a rigged system is that the, <laughs> the person you win. want to win wins no matter you what. You can't That's win when it's wins. rigged. Right. Dumbass. I, I, I can't take it. I can't take it. Look, it's just I'm, so hard. You try not to lose your mind on this guy. But every day it's something just asinine. I mean, we could say a lot of things about that clip. But that was just stupid. Yeah, well, the California thing is just a flat-out lie. He's just lying, and it's you, just stupid. You, you had all the people in it? There was no one, was no one in it, in it but had... Donald Trump for, like, the last two weeks by the time we got to California. And still, he only got... He's still 22% still. of people voted against him. <laughs> yes! I mean, still, he didn't get 90% of the vote. He got 78. And, like, he's just... That's he's, really bad. It's incomprehensible. It that is. is. That's incomprehensible. I mean, to the point that it he... I get I can get as nitpicky as I want on this, and maybe this this is probably a better Facebook post uh, just to piss everybody off. It's like 
He says this over and 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 over again. I ran against 17 people. You ran against 16 people. There's 17 people in the race. How do you not know that? You ran against 16 people. He's counting himself because he essentially is running against himself too. As his toughest opponent, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I mean, it's so bad. Twitter has apparently gone nuts with the hashtag Donald Trump the movie. Um, I your Tuesday started off the right way with a heavy dose of sarcasm and some Twitter, uh, some of Twitter's best humor. I don't know how I feel about the the Twitter humor, honestly. Like, I I, I don't like it. A lot of people like the hashtag. Like, I mean, every every time you hop you hop on Twitter, uh, someone's doing a hashtag of inserting some current event into a movie, and it's like, I I mean, I, I I guess it's fun to. Come up with them, I guess. I don't know. I don't get a lot, a ton out of that. It's fun every so often. Yeah. Every once in a while, you know, you kind of... There's there's a naughty one I'm not going to say at the top, but uh, To Kill a Democracy is in there, Scumdog Millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. It's okay. Uh, The Wrath of Khan, uh, for the, Mm -hmm. you know, Gold Star family. The Fascist and the Furious. Uh, (laughs) These are pretty good. Straight out of Common Sense. The corn identity, <laughs> sexist in the city, broke back Putin. You know. Yeah, some of them are okay. All right. Some yeah, of them you know. not so much, but some are okay. It's when you crowdsource comedy, you know, you, you get some hits and misses. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah but, but as a rule, don't try this at home. You know, we're trained professionals. No, we're not. You don't want to, but still you don't, don't try it. this at home. Um, <laughs> Trump uh, got, I guess, in a little bit of trouble. And this, you know, I don't know. Does this bother you? Watch it. It's him talking about Hillary. All right. Because he made a bad deal. He should have not made a deal. He would have gone down and done something really important. Should have not. Once he made that deal. And believe me, he has buyer's remorse. This is amazing. You know, this guy has buyer's remorse. He looked at that and he was so angry when they were talking about him. And his people are angry at him. And they should be. If he would have just not done anything, just go home, go to sleep, relax. He would have been a hero. But he made a deal with the devil. She's the devil. He made a deal with the devil. It's true. It's true. It's true. Believe me. It's true. Me. Really? Uh, it, it's fascinating when you juxtapose what he has to say about uh, about Bernie Sanders there, who, I, I don't know, for some reason he respects and loves and admires. I, I, I don't get it. This love affair with Bernie Sanders, who is not good competition. And, you know, he says he says he had 16 or 17 people to deal with. And she had uh, uh, Bernie Sanders and he still got as many people. Well, Bernie's. Bernie Sanders uh, was no great competition, for one thing. Um, Horrible. I mean, the, the only reason that went on so long was because he just stayed in the race. Uh, Jeffy, do you remember this? I mean, this is obviously your great-grandparents would have told you about this. But what was the race? Was it Al Gore and Bill Bradley? Or was it John Kerry and Bill Bradley? I think it was Al Gore and Bill oh, Bradley. I think it was, yeah, Bradley wasn't around for They Kerry, did what? Right, that, that ran against each other. I think it was a oh. 2000 election. But, I mean, in all, with, with everything. Bill Bradley. Yeah, Bill Bradley. Ooh, yeah. But, again, a better candidate than Bernie Sanders. Oh, by far, yeah. I mean, here's a guy who's a former uh, New York he Nick. Had, he he had some a, basketball in yeah, his history. He had a little bit of notoriety. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, he was, you know, running as the left-wing option. And, you know, got hammered by, I think it was Gore. Um, but got hammered by him. It was not a close election. She couldn't do. She couldn't put Bernie Sanders away, who's a much worse candidate than a guy like Bill Bradley, who at least yeah. had. There's some rationale to make it seem like he could win. Yep. Um, you know. I noticed you left out uh, Lyndon Larouche. 
Yeah, the whole Lyndon rant <laughs> yeah, about every one. election but, for about 50 years. <laughs> but he's not still running, is he? I don't. He may be. He may be. I don't know. He's he he ran. Is at he least, alive still? I think he, he is. May not still Ooh. be alive. We'll have to look into that. I think he is. He's a fascinating character. I would love. Yeah. I would love to see. I've said this for many yeah, years. He's still alive. I would love to see um, some A-list actor portray him in a in a biopic, like a movie about his life. He was. I mean, is still nuts. Um, but was all over the place, ran at every presidential election for like a thousand years and all sorts of other elections. You know, really like a weird conspiratorial guy, a Democrat. Um, the Democrats tried to, to zone him. He, ke- he kept saying, I'm a Democrat. I mean, it was a, he's had a crazy life. He's a, he'd be a really interesting movie. Known for presidential candidate, economic forecaster, conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely down those roads. Yeah. Uh, he was he was Alex Jones before Alex Jones, uh, and with his shirt on. Very few gay frog conspiracies, though, to my knowledge. Uh, from I don't, I don't remember that many with LaRouche. No, but there's been a lot it's a with, big Alex thing with Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Uh, but you, you see the way he talks about uh, Sanders here, uh, compared to the way he and his followers feel about Ted Cruz, who did stick to his guns. Who did stick to his principles? Same thing he wanted from Sanders. The same thing he wanted from Sanders. He berates and belittles, and so do so does everybody who supports him. In in Ted Cruz, I, I, it's just it's incomprehensible. These are high level games from a guy like Ted Cruz who stuck to his principles. And I don't think you know uh, there's any, he, he's right. And there was an article that came out in National Review just the other day. Uh, Ileana Johnson wrote it, and it was about how you know a lot of people in his inner circle were disappointed. He didn't endorse. Should have just stayed home. Um, sh- you know, shouldn't have made the big speech and say vote your conscience, which all of a sudden is some terrible thing that you're not allowed to say. And some of his donors have complained publicly about them, even when they don't normally speak um, uh, in public that often. Yeah, supposedly some of them have said, forget about 2020. Yep. Uh, and, you know, uh, but it's like, it'll be interesting to see. If if Trump, you know, rides to the presidency with a 15-point win, Ted Cruz is probably never going to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, be president of the United States and probably ever be another major candidate. However, you know, if Trump goes in here and like, these polls do hold up and, and, and he he loses in one of the biggest landslides since Reagan, a lot of people are going to say, you know, maybe we should have listened to that Ted Cruz guy. Yeah. A lot of people are going to be running back to claim yeah. that they were behind him the whole time. Um, a lot of people. And, and, you know, we understand that game because I, we're honestly playing it at some level. You know, I mean, I we could sit here and fold like, you know, many shows have and sat, sit here and tell you the virtues of Donald Trump, even hmm. though we don't believe. Can him. you name a few? Oh. I could lie about him, you know. Now, can you name a mind. few shows that have folded? What? Can you name a few shows? I can't even name any shows, Pat. Folded. I've actually forgotten all oh, other I, I, shows. <laughs> but oh, you seem to you seem to have some amazing, mind though. when you isn't said that, that. Isn't that weird that huh. I've actually forgotten that is, all shows really right at the moment you asked me about <laughs> shows? It's really weird because I can um, think of several. Mm, no, I can't. Uh, I can but, think uh, of several. My point being that it's going to be interesting to hear all of the backtracking. All of the, oh, oh well, look, we never said he was the best candidate. I mean, you know, maybe. I never a, took a stand. I, I, I just kept it, you know, you know. I didn't endorse anybody. Right. I, at some <laughs> point, that's going to be entertaining. It, yes, it Not will. right now, though. Pat, and, not and, right now. And if the guy loses know, by nine or 12 points. Uh, is your list the same as mine, Pat? I, I don't some. know. Hold on. We'll but be we can those in the break. We can easily. First, we should tell you about how getting prepared. Uh, getting prepared is important. <laughs> Uh, you don't seem to want to name some of the shows. I just want to see I, if ours match up. It's commercial time. 
Okay, my after, Patriot Supply. After the commercial. Right, yes, ahead. right after the commercial. Go to break yeah. right after the commercial. My Patriot Supply <laughs> makes it easy to build your emergency food supply. Uh, if you uh, are one of those people who like to prepare. Uh, I am. You know, and you like to have uh, some food on hand. I don't I know, do. for an emergency, mm-hmm. for you and your family. Perhaps you have a relative who has yeah. lived at your home for a while and maybe oh my gosh. has options that might take him somewhere else. But right yes. now is currently... Who would have, like, I, a 33-year-old son that's been there for a really long time, like eight months? Who would have, you know, a situation like that? I didn't need to say son or I didn't say 33 years old. It was... <laughs> It's weird, but you need to provide for the people under your roof. Right? Yeah, you do. You do. And you know what? It's also nice if there's some kind of eventuality that you hadn't prepared for and you can't get to the grocery store or, as I've seen in a city in which I've lived and talked about many times, sometimes the stores close and sometimes the food supply stops and sometimes you're on your own. Oh. And that's when it's really good to have a four-week supply for just $99. Or sometimes, as uh, certain uh, buffet establishments have found, when one of us gets out of the car starts walking towards the buffet, uh-huh. it closes shockingly, it, like happened. without a... It's ha- right. Wait, uh, Why would you show Jeffy, the cake enthusiast, at that particular moment? That's interesting. <laughs> weird camera cut. Yeah, there. really weird. Uh, the food lasts for 25 years. It's delicious, and you're going to want to eat it if you have to eat it. So yeah. get it now. It's at $99 for four weeks. Give them a call. Uh, 800-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. Sorry, 888-411-5290. 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's. I mean, it's not going to sell your home. I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Good list. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, Pat and Stu. You know the Democrats and uh, Hillary Clinton specifically continually say they believe in science. Well, we're, we're not science deniers like the Republicans. We're not science deniers, and it's such an incredible lie. Uh, because well, we'll give you seven. We'll give you seven places where seven. Areas where they're complete science deniers. Uh, Hillary, for instance, was one of the first to join the anti-vaccine bandwagon in 2008. She said, I am committed to make investments to find the causes of autism, including possible environmental causes like vaccines. Hmm. Well, that was part of that whole hysteria in 08, uh, like 06, 07 and 08. When Jenny McCarthy was out there yeah. uh, babbling about it. And so was Jim Carrey. And Hillary uh, Clinton jumped on that bandwagon, and there was no science to back it up. As Stu will often tell you, uh, it, I don't think that there was any evidence ever, was there? I mean, they suspected maybe it was that, but there was nothing that, yeah. that said for sure definitively it was. There's an interesting, the story is, is, it's a little bit better than just a crazy thing, right? Because there was a study in The Lancet that was by a guy, uh, Andrew Wakefield, uh, who came up with a, a very small study 
that saw effects uh, and, and linked it to autism. Now, later on, we found out that he, he was working for people who had, were funding lawsuits against the vaccine companies and that he had <coughs> falsified research. But in, that's a problem. At the time, there was mm-hmm. uh, uh, there was a reason to check his work. Uh, you know, yeah. it didn't it, he, even his study didn't say for sure. It was uh, a very it was that first day because science works like this. Like you have a small study that says, wait a minute, could this be happening? And then you have big studies that say, oh, my God, it is happening, or, oh, no, it's not happening. So the, they had, there was one study that said, oh, my gosh, is this happening? Later on, they find it's incredibly flawed. Uh, the, the study's ret- retracted to the point of it's so flawed that parents in the study um, looked at his actual notes, Wakefield's notes, and found mm-hmm. that he changed what they said. So, like, they, he, the parents came in and said, my son uh, had, was doing all these things uh, that were consistent with autism. Then he got vaccines. And Wakefield switched the order. So in his notes, he got to be kidding that's me. That's how bad it was. Wow, that's pretty bad. Yeah. And so, so they retracted and it. You just falsified he it. Completely falsified a it. A study. Um, yeah, it's, it was really, really bad. And to the point, wow. and they'll say they've done follow-up studies with hundreds of thousands of people and found none of this. That's I mean, almost like... Having a temperature, right, that's right. been known for right. decades okay, this is a, okay. at a time. All right. So, and then you you start studying and looking for global warming. Okay. And so you go back in time, and you change the temperatures from hotter to cooler. Wow. So okay. that the temperatures now look hotter <laughs> than they were back then. Can you imagine doing something like that? I, I can't. That would be crazy. You can't do that, guys. That's, no, you can't that, do that. I mean, they don't need I mean, to hear that from us. I mean, they do all the time. But but they don't need to hear that from us. They no, they don't. But the, but the point is, you know, so there was a very, very, because The Lancet, where it was published, is a very respected journal. Yeah. Um, so there was a moment of two. However, it was a decade before Hillary Clinton's comments. A full decade. Um, so you knew by then. But by then, there was a, a very good evidence. They hadn't full. Yeah. I don't know if they had retracted the study by 2008. I don't remember. Um, however, there it seems was like plenty by 2008, of evidence. The there studies was a lot had been done. People yeah. saying, yeah. "No, that's bogus." Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was. It was. There was absolute scientific consensus. Yeah. Uh, on this. Uh, at I mean, this point. I wondered because we. Which again, uh, you know, I've talked. To, I've told you about this before. We had really good friends in Houston who had uh, two autistic uh, sons, and she was looking into all kinds of things like vaccines and. You know, mercury in the vaccines and, and mercury in whatever levels. And so you, you can't help but think because you feel for them and you feel for their plight that nobody knows why we have so many autistic kids now uh, as opposed to before. Is it just because we focus on it more? Is it just because there's more media now or is it really occurring more often and it seems to be occurring more often yeah i mean i think so there's, there's got to be some explanation for it right i mean i think i do think a big part of the increase is because we have become better at detecting it and understanding maybe. it and that's a positive yeah, right i mean as, as much as as scary as those numbers are much of that is a positive but there there could be other factors as well i mean uh, you know so but they don't they just they know i would say they don't necessarily know everything about it. It's you know, it's it's a difficult thing to understand. But they 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 know that it's not vaccines. I mean, again, mm-hmm. that's not to say vaccines is a catch-all for a, a lot of different things. Obviously, we could come up with a new vaccine that could cause all sorts of stuff. I mean, you know, so you can't say every vaccine going forward is always going to be perfect. But they've tested these things. At, I mean, the, the amount of testing that's gone on on this particular topic is so insanely in, uh, um, uh, extensive. And to the point of like, 
You know, the, one of the early complaints was um, was was a mercury complaint. Um, that mm-hmm. was one of the first. They've gone through several layers of complaints. Every time one gets removed, a new one gets pops up with this stuff. But it's like they went through a, a layer with with mercury to the point where they actually got they what removed. they wanted. And yeah, they, actually they took the got mercury removed, out of it, and there was absolutely no change. You would think it would go through the floor, right? Yeah. Like, well, if it, if that had something, if that to do had with something it, to yeah. do with it, and that did not have anything it to do with it, didn't. because as we've seen, the rates have risen. Yeah. Uh, so it really, it's a. It's a tough thing, and it's it's one of the more difficult things to talk about because anyone who's going through this and has a child in this situation, you're, you're, it's completely natural yeah, to try to look anywhere you can for answers. Yeah. But it's also what makes someone like Wakefield, a, you know, a, a douche, to be perfectly honest, because you're taking advantage of people who are desperately searching for answers for a problem okay. that seems unsolvable, and that. You know, that's the worst of the worst. Seems like Jenny McCarthy's even backed off it now, hasn't she? Yeah, she doesn't talk hasn't about she, it. I yeah, have not heard of, at least uh, calmed uh, down she, about it a little bit. Yeah, she uh, I mean, she hosts a show on, I think, Sirius XM. Yeah, I just is, heard that advertised. So I don't know that, like, that's a topic anymore, right? Like, I, yeah. I, I, the only thing I've heard of from her recently was her yelling at Tara Reid in an interview about Sharknado. That's, that's what she's been doing recently. She was yelling? It wasn't actually yelling. About- it was a very bitchy interview between uh, Tara Reid and Jenny McCarthy. Why? I, they, I got the sense, and I heard the audio. Is she artists. denying the science of, oh, of no. Sharknado? She's not denying that science, is she? Oh, oh I hope not. I, I, she's I would not hope that not. stupid. Yeah, right. She might be wrong on vaccines, but she's right <laughs> on Sharknados, which are I'm clear science. There's been four clear. documentaries yes. made over it. Uh, but I guess she, Terry was in to talk about the Sharknado thing, and she, Jenny McCarthy was asking her lots of questions about... I guess her marriage, I don't know anything about Terry, but I guess she had a bad marriage or was on a marriage reality show or something. And she kept pushing down that road. Um, and then they started getting very snippy with each other. At one point, she said, you know, you look good. Are you going to get any more work done? Um, and then Jenny said that to Tara. I or think so. And then Tara versa. responded with a boobs comment um, about her oh, fake man. boobs. And it was a it was a pretty good. Uh, huh. It was pretty good. It was a pretty good moment. And then she walked out of the interview. She did walk out? Yes. Good for uh, her. And it had nothing to do with vaccines or Sharknados, really. It was huh. uh, more to do with uh, catty women getting, being catty. Interesting. What? Maybe you could I turn on your I microphone so somebody said. could hear you uh, outside of your little sphere over there. Uh, <laughs> Jeffy broke his <laughs> no, microphone. Of course, no. He no. continues to okay, babble. Did I see Sharknado 4, I believe, was Jeffy's question. I did not, Jeffy. Uh, Sharknado 4. I, I, did I haven't seen 1, 2, and 3 yet, and I know I wouldn't understand 4 without the foundation of the first three. You know, because they're so deep and they're so complex. you got to have that foundation before you move on. I don't you want I mean? to... Uh, so i got to catch up I'm not trying to, see four. to step on your point here, Pat. However, I think even any of them, if you didn't see 1, 2, or 3, I think you need to see each one. Yes. In order to fully grasp. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what Uh, I'm saying. You know. Absolutely. You start at one, Mm -hmm. and you work your way up to four. I mean, the fact that you haven't started Uh, this process yet is a little disturbing. Jeffy, can you back up on that? Is it working now? It is. Yes, Yes, it is. Maybe you could put your headphones in, and then you'd know whether it was working or not. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Is that a science? It's a real technical radio thing. You have to have been in radio for a really long time to understand the concept. What if you were in radio before it was invented? You wouldn't know that, though. Okay, there you go. But that's only the first thing. It took us nine minutes to get through the first denying of science wow, from just, Hillary Clinton. Let's just take a break and so come let's back. Let's just take a break and we'll come back and we'll finish up the list. There's much more science denying from Hillary and Democrats on the way. Jenny McCarthy is on two hours a day. I, I, on serious XM! hours a day. How is it possible? 
Uh, this uh, Trump bashing on the on the uh, Khan family is nonstop right now. From Warren Buffett, from the President of the United States, from Hillary, from the media, it's just it, it's so different from the primaries where you know somebody would say something about it and they'd laugh it off and it'd be over. On this. Uh, a little bit different situation now, now that we're in the general election. Yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, he's handling it the same way. You're and, right, and, and that hurts him. That hurts him, because he keeps saying things every day. Yeah, because he's just stupid. I mean, I'll be honest about it. Like, he's obviously, he's obviously got some major problems. Well, he does. I mean, he does. Yeah, he does. He's got major problems. He can't leave it alone. He can't. When somebody says something about him that's negative, he cannot... Leave it alone. He just is incapable for some reason. But we were talking about Hillary and her, uh, you know, because they continually accuse Republicans of being science deniers. We were talking about her uh, instances where she, too, has denied science. Uh, first one was uh, joining the anti-vaccine bandwagon in 2008. Uh, number two, she says the uh, Keystone XL pipeline would negatively impact global warming. She said, since the application was filed, the effects of climate change have grown more acute. We shouldn't be building a pipeline dedicated to moving North America's dirtiest fuel through our communities. <laughs> as, if, as if the pipeline would run through, you know, Pittsburgh, and then it goes uh, through downtown uh, Omaha, and then it curves back around to the east and goes through St. Louis, and then, and then you know, it's, it's leaving dirty sludge all mm -hmm. along the way. It goes through a pipeline. It's not going through people's communities. We should be focused on what it will take to make America the clean energy superpower of the 21st century. Now, her claim was already debunked by the State Department environmental assessment a year earlier. So when she said this, the statement had already been put to rest by the State Department. I, I, that's just crazy. Which concluded, assuming construction of the proposed project were to occur within the next few years, climate conditions during the construction period would, would not differ substantially from current conditions. So. Um, by the way, we, I, I can't remember, I was say it was two seasons ago, Wonderful World of Stew, we did a monologue on the Keystone pipe, Pipeline. Mm -hmm. In there, um, we have the audio of, I want to say it was the senior editor of or the editor-in-chief of Science Magazine. I can't remember. It's one of mm -hmm. those, like one of the respected journals, the editor-in-chief, who is not uh, not like a pro-fossil fuels person, as you might imagine, but actually said uh, taking getting rid of the Keystone Pipeline actually makes it worse for global warming because there's no, there's no real effect from the Keystone Pipeline. We're going to use that oil anyway. So what winds up happening is it's used in, uh, in, in transported by trucks, uh, ways that are tr by trucks and things like that that are much less efficient. Mm -hmm. um, so it actually has a slight negative um, uh, impact on the environment if we were not to, to build not build it. Right. So in other words, it's a positive effect of building it. And that's not, again, from you know, Evil Conservative Weekly. Uh, that's for, I think it was science. It was science or nature. It was one of those, like, you know one-word, science-y sort of journals. Um, but we, we had the audio in the, in the monologue. Um, mm. It's amazing to hear her say it, because she's just like, well, actually, eh, it actually wouldn't help at all to get rid of the Keystone Pipeline. I mean, that's obvious. When you build pipelines, it's the most efficient way to, to move oil. So instead, you've got thousands and thousands of trucks going back and forth across Canada. The, all, the, all the oil is still going to get used. They're not going to stop using it because there's not a pipeline. The oil is a resource. People want to use it. They need to use it.
They're going to use it. It's not like it's like yeah. uh, it's such a re- it's such a dumb way to plan. Well, what Until- if we what if we take away the efficient way to move the oil? Then people won't use it. No, they'll still use it. It's just you know, it costs a little bit more and have a little bit more emissions to move it around. But they're still going to use it. They're going to use it until you find an alternative alternative uh, method uh, to uh, power their homes and their cars. When when you find that alternative method and it's in place for everybody to use and it's convenient and affordable, uh, oil will go away. I saw another Tesla driving around the other day, and every every few weeks, I, I get, love them, man. I, I I love them. They're beautiful. There's a lot of them around here. There I sure are. I, a lot. I see a whole bunch of them. And I was thinking about it, like 250 miles. I, it's a little more than that now. They got it up to. I just read they they just boosted that to no. I th- I think it was almost three hundred. I gotta say, man, because they said I, I, we've 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 addressed the concern about mileage now, and I thought, right, well, not really. No, I mean, there's still the look. There's still major problems with it if you're going to use it, as, especially if it's your only car. Um, you know, I, I I would say, but thinking about it in reality, because one of the things that uh, the Volt did, uh, which I always thought was a a smart thing, was to put both in. So you have the electric engine that can do your first 40 miles, which over. would handle your commute every day to work mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you run out of electrical power, it switches over to, to gas, so you can obviously fill up at any filling station. You're not stuck station. at the side of the road waiting for a charge from somewhere. Exactly. Um, however, that was 40 miles, so you'd run out all the time. Some of the other cars, the electric cars that came out, were like 70, 80, 100 miles. 280 miles is a lot. Um, the only issue is if you're going in a, in a direction where it's you know very difficult to find one of the faster charging stations because it's really the, the time because one of the places we go around here if we're going to go on a long road trip which is really the only time this would be a problem with 280 miles it's just a long road trip where it's a pain mm-hmm. but if we're going to go to San Antonio or Austin from here uh, you have to go down these major highways and there is one really a deli bakeries type of place that I always stop. Um, every time we go there anyway. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but it's a big white building on the side of the road. Um, it looks like, like a nice like farm country store type of thing. It has really good deli sandwiches, awesome cookies. Like, I, you know, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fat ass. I'm going to stop at a place that has awesome cookies every time anyway. And does it have a charging station? And it has a major, like the, the, the nuclear uh, um, yeah. charging station for Tesla. And you can just pull it up. recharges and, the whole thing in half an hour or whatever. I think it's something like 45 that. 45 minutes. But again, if you're going to stop for lunch. That's still a long totally, time. Totally fine, though. He really needs to lower that time. The time it charges needs to be about the time you fill up your gas tank or maybe just a little more. So let's say 10 minutes. When he has that down, when Tesla gets that down to 10 minutes, you're in business. So I mean, they're already doing well. And then if I can charge it in 10 minutes and I can drive for at least 1,000 miles, I want then we'll one. buy it. I well, mean, he a needs thousand to miles. It out. I mean, you could, if, it, if it goes it right. 400 miles, as a normal gas-powered engine would do. And my car's my, not my going car will go 400 right. and, and my 20 car's or going 450. 250. Is that all if your? If I'm really? Lucky. Really? That's a lot of horsepower in that thing. Huh? <laughs> uh, my way I drive it, it doesn't go 250. I'll tell you. Mine will usually go 400 plus, probably yeah. four to 440, 450. I pushed it all the way to 460 a couple of times ago, and I thought, wow. That's a, I can't that's, believe. A, that's a lot of range. That's a lot. That's not even close. That's I mean, I don't lot. have anything close to that. Uh, but if it goes three to four hundred miles, let's say, uh, I, I think good. that's that's pretty perfect. Yeah. I, the I, issue that's is a, though, probably as good as you're going to get honestly, for a long time. Two hundred is fine if you could stop anywhere and fill it. I mean, like I, mine probably right. does in mine, five or ten minutes. Right. Yes. I mean, I, that is that's absolutely fine. It doesn't have you. You need one or the other. You need you need five hundred miles. 
or you need to be able to fill it up wherever you can go. Right. And right now they have yeah, 270 miles, and you, can only, you can't fill it up anywhere. I mean, like, you know, there are some stations here and there, but, I mean, they're difficult to find. What they did with the software, which was smart but doesn't fully solve it, is the GPS starts noticing when you're getting low and will start saying, okay, look, you've got three options to get to more, get it, get to food. Yeah. 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 And you don't want to have to do that. And, you gotta go, and you're going to have that. to go off course. I don't want to deal with right. that. Now, obviously, there's electricity almost everywhere. Right. I mean, like you could pull up anywhere and theoretically plug your car in, but you, it doesn't fill fast enough uh, with that. Yeah, sometimes it takes overnight if you're doing it the and, regular way. Right. Um, so it's because it's, you know, so there's a, there's plenty of issues. However, my point to start this was I was looking at one the other day and I was thinking about all of this. And I went through this basically the whole conversation we just had in my head. <laughs> I, like, I can make this work. I, I, mean, I can make this work. I, know. I think I talked you out of the. Front. You did. You this, did. You did talk a while me out of ago it last when time. you were really about to pull the trigger. I really was. I mean, I. I mean, do you really the, want that hassle? And you decided no, but now you're almost there. Well, because my thought is that if I'm going to go on a long trip, mm-hmm. there is a 99 percent chance I'm going to take our SUV, which is gas powered, because we're going to probably have the kids. I mean, sometimes I could, but I could take so the SUV. So SUVs are killing our planet. Right, and so I obviously would want to take it on a long trip and her- help, help the process <laughs> a little bit. You would. Uh, but wouldn't I off? Can I offset it with my Tesla? Yeah, I can offset that with my Tesla. You can, yes. You get, uh, you get yeah. a carbon <laughs> off credits that. with that bad boy. But yeah. the point is, though, beyond the fact, because I, I look, the the impact of every car in the United States going electric is so minuscule, it would do absolutely nothing. I'm saying every car. No more gas power, no more hybrids, all electricity would still do nothing for global warming. No, and I, can, I proved that a hundred times on, on multiple shows. It's, it's, not, it's not a science question, it's a math question. Mm-hmm. It's just the problem is if you believe everything about the science, the problem is way bigger than your, your cars are ever going to deal with. But beyond this, <clears throat> my point, though, is while it would be a pain in the ass on certain trips... Mm-hmm. You also are eliminating the short-term hassles uh, from filling up because right. you're not stopping every 250 miles and pulling off to a store that you're not used to. You're just plugging in at home, and so you're never stopping at a gas station unless you're on a long trip. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the long trips are more inconvenient, but the regular day-to-day is actually slightly more convenient. Yeah, it is. That, that's, that's a great true. point. That's very You're true. never stopping for gas. Now, yeah. that hurts my soda habit a bit, yeah. which is problematic for me. However, like generally speaking, you're never going to a gas station unless you want food. And, and you know, this goes against everything that conservatives are supposed to stand for. Or we're supposed to hate these alternative forms of energy, which we do not. Right. And, it, and we've always said, as soon as there's a vehicle that is practical and works well and we like and fits into, you know, our lifestyle conveniently, we'll buy it. Mm-hmm. I, I, who wouldn't want an electric vehicle? That went 400 miles, and then you just recharge it in 10 minutes. I, who wouldn't want that? I, I would love that. I was just driving this hybrid uh, the other day because my car was being serviced. And so they, they gave me a loaner, and it was a hybrid. And these things are really amazing because you turn them on, and you keep turning it on and off because you can't even tell <laughs> it's on. It's, on yeah. it's, it's so, I mean, it's silent. It's not just quiet. It's silent. You can't hear the engine. And so uh, when you and then and then you get transfixed. This particular one had this little graphic on the on the uh, display. Yeah. 
about when it's on gas because the little engine pops up and then it has a little arrow that goes on the windshield to or? the tires. Like, okay, now I'm powering it with the with the engine, and then it goes around here to the battery. Now and I'm powering the. Now I'm being powered by the battery. Now I'm powering the battery because your brakes on. And I almost got in a wreck watching that stupid yeah, yeah. display. But the the technology is really cool, and I would love. I'd love a hybrid. I, I thought it was a great car. It, it had good pickup. I was really surprised. It, I mean, it's partially gas-powered. Uh, but, um, well, but, I mean, electric cars can accelerate. And the Tesla is a perfect I mean, example fa- of that. As fast as, as you want to build them. I and mean, that's uh, something they, that they overcame, you know, just recently. Yeah. I mean, they, they can, those things are really fast. But they're I mean, great. I mean, because the great. first electric cars were made so you could buy, you know, like the Volt, for example. You're, you're basically buy, you're buying a, a ridiculous economy car that they put in this electric engine in. You know, the Tesla is a luxury car. An that economy car that now costs you $50,000. Right, so it made no sense. It's stupid. And, I, and I, So I, the, these technologies will come, and they will succeed probably, eventually. Yeah. It's just a matter of, do, do you have the government forcing it through? Yeah. And that is really the, the, the separation. And I would argue that... Really, it's the conservative side that is more pro-science on these issues. Because what we Definitely. believe is that the, the market, the, the science will be there, and the market will figure out what the science is. I have enough faith in scientists and in this process that they're going to eventually get there. I don't feel like I need to force it with the government's hand. It's actually I who have more faith in scientists than you. Exactly right. You're saying it'll never happen unless the government steps in and does it for them. I'm saying scientists will do it. They do it. They've done it all the time. Yeah, all we want to find better ways. Yeah. Yeah, Better ways, cheaper ways, more efficient ways. It's our our belief in the capitalist system, Mm -hmm. the free enterprise system. Um, But we only got through two of Hillary's (laughs) examples of how she's anti-science. Let me just really quickly, we'll wrap it up. Uh, She believes biology doesn't determine whether one is uh, male or female. That's pretty anti-science, right? Hmm. Uh, she thinks women make less than men because of workplace bias, which is nonsense. Yeah, we know that's that's not, not true. She claims the college rape culture is more prevalent now than it used to be. Definitely not true. Stupid. She thinks increased financial regulation would be better for the economy, which is stupid. And she claims she's the most honest American that has ever lived. (laughs) Oh, that's a scientific (laughs) I don't know. That's really not. But I will throw in another one. She doesn't believe a human fetus is human. Mm -hmm. Life is not life to Mm -hmm. to these people. Talk about denying science. Uh, More patents, too, coming up, and you just can't deny that. Ooh, people are really concerned now about that. Why? Uh, they're concerned that the mechanics haven't messed up any of your bumper stickers. Uh, <laughs> no, I made sure if, if one of them is disturbed, it's the last time they'll ever see that. Uh, election thing. We have a couple minutes here before uh, the, the break. Um, there's this graph we I mentioned in the first break of the show today on National Ice Cream Sandwich Day, um, which is a it's a graph of uh, the election bounce um, from uh, conventions, and mm-hmm. it's a going over history of how far these things have gone. Here's the graph. Look at this for a second and 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 see uh, if you think this matches up pretty well. I think it does. If you see now, this is Obama and Romney. This is a 2012 graph that I kind of had bookmarked from that uh, time. Um, but you see that it was about a four-point swing expected for Romney, 
Um, and then it would bounce back and become about a two-point swing almost for Obama. So if you look at this um, from uh, looking at the, tr- the way uh, this election is today, you started off with Clinton with about a two-point lead. So a four-point bounce for Trump would make it a Trump two-point lead, almost exactly what happened. Then it would swing back the other way after the DNC and become a Clinton three-point lead, three-and-a-half-point lead. She's currently leading by 4.4. So she's gone a little bit further so far. And some of the polls have shown an even bigger bounce. But if that were to hold, you'd, see, you'd expect Clinton to hold about a three- or four-point lead for the next uh, couple weeks, and then we'd be back to Hillary Clinton plus two uh, in about uh, three weeks. Hmm. Plausible? I think mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if that's the way it plays out, because it, so far, pretty close. I mean, you know, the fact that it's a point or two different for Hillary... Um, it's not a huge surprise. By the way, Trump fired some guy, people that were responsible for the convention today. Uh, and I guess maybe he's realizing he wasn't, it wasn't so brilliant. Who'd he fire? A couple of aides. Oh. Uh, you know, well, he made a big deal again. Uh, you know, people were talking about how bad it was. And I go back and find the story now. But he was saying that I had nothing to do with our convention. Yeah. Now I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. I mean, it lost it lost to the uh, and of course, he was even at the convention the nights it lost. But he, he was bragging about the one night it actually again, won was his right, speech, his which speech. is uh, not surprising. I mean, look, Donald Trump is a celebrity and Hillary Clinton is not whether you want to uh Running in the country is another issue. I don't want either of them running the country. I don't want either of them near the city of Washington, D.C. <laughs> I actually would prefer both of them. You know what? We'll loan them to Canada, and then they never have to, they never have to bring back the lawnmower. It's like one of those mm-hmm. type of things. You know what? You can have this lawnmower. You never have to bring it back. I'm in on that. I'm in for that. I'm all in. Is that the way we think about it? It's like the Jeffy. We call it the Jeffy plan here. We, we, what Wait. we're hoping to do we'll is let, loan them to him any other show, North Korea, any other show, or any other country, mm-hmm. or any other dictator. But I'm right here. I mean, I'm, any mass murderer, right. and then you don't have to ever return him. We thought we had a deal worked out with Hugh Hewitt uh, for it was, <laughs> it was Jeffy and, we and twelve million we even, dollars. Yeah, and uh, we wouldn't nothing. even accept anything in return. No, it was we a, didn't want anything. It was a producer to be named later. And we're never Hugh, name it. we thought we almost had a handshake, and then at the last minute, he said, "No, I, I, I can't do it. I can't pull enough. the trigger. I can't do it. Can't do it." And so we're like, "Please, Hugh, come on." The, the summary of of this point would be that we don't like Jeffy. That would be, that would be the. Uh, I did have an interesting tweet about this exact topic today <laughs> that came in. Really? Huh. Um, uh, it was pretty interesting. Huh. It said. Uh, it's disappointing how nice and kind you are to Jeffy. Every once in a while, mean and hateful is called for. And I, that's a great point. <laughs> you know, sometimes people catch us and we're like saying something nice about Jeffy. And I think yeah. it's, it's it, we need your help when that happens to point out and say, hey, hey make sure you're getting... Totally uncalled for. Yeah, it's wrong. Totally that's wrong, uncalled for. Stand on your principles. Jeffy is the worst. <laughs> Stu, 888-727-BECK. 
according to Truth Revolt, Seattle's $15 minimum wage increase had no effect on workers' earnings. Interesting. Uh, the minimum wage increase was spearheaded by openly socialist city councilwoman uh, Shama Sawant. And it had almost no effect on wages and actually led to fewer hours for workers. So I, I suppose they got the raise, but then they worked less hours. Right. 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 The average hourly wage for workers affected by the increase jumped from 996 to 1114, but wages likely could have or would have increased anyway due to Seattle's overall economy. So then which happens. Yep. Um, uh, meanwhile, although workers were earning more, fewer of them had a job than would have without an increase. Hmm. Um, those who did work had fewer hours than they would have had without the wage hike. Accounting hmm. for these factors, the overall increase in total earnings due to the minimum wage was small. Uh, using their preferred method, they calculated the workers' uh, earnings increased by $5.54 a week on average because of the minimum wage. Using other mm. methods, the researchers found the minimum wage has actually caused total weekly earnings to drop by as much as five twenty-two a week. So it either <laughs> dropped by $5 or gained by $5 a week, and fewer people had jobs. Yeah, so the difference overall was about... Uh uh, Thirty-two cents. And by the way, that didn't. Yeah, thirty-two cents. That didn't raise it all the way to fifteen dollars an hour yet. They've only raised it to eleven and fourteen on average. Jeez. Um, so interesting, uh, and not not at all a surprise. Um, we also have. Uh, are you fired up about this? Are you, you're not big on emoji stories, are you, Pat? You're not no. like an emoji guy to me. Not really. No. <clears throat> I am not as well. Mm -hmm. I, I, I cannot think of a time I've ever used an emoji. Um. <clears throat> Mm hmm. You know, because I'm an adult. <laughs> and a man. You know. Is it a more of a girl thing? I guess it kind of I, is. I think it's kind of a girl thing. Jeffy's a big emoji guy. Yeah. Jeffy's using them all the time. Right. You know, I like the little hearts and the, you know, they use the little crowns that they mm -hmm. have. And uh huh. The little smiley little, faces. Little smiley face. Sometimes they have little, you know, pairs of shoes. And if you say something bodies. naughty, you put a little devil face in there. Yep, or if something's sad, you have a little right. sad face with <laughs> right, a tear. Right. You yeah. also have that, there's that 100, that means you're like going to 100%, you know, and then there's the Jeffy version of that, which is a giant zilch. <laughs> I didn't mm -hmm. know that. Oh, yeah. I what is the 100% was... for? I don't know. Would anyone know? Okay, you gave 100% 100 100 on that tweet, or I what? Don't I don't, I, don't <laughs> I see it all the time, and I don't really 100. get it. What is it again? Know. One hundo. What does that mean? In one hundo, you just said one hundred differently. That's what it means. <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> I think nobody it's like, knows what it means. Like getting a hundred on a test. Yeah, like a hundred percent. It's written in like a red pen. So yeah, you, you've given yourself a one hundred for the tweet you've just done, or the activity it could be a picture of like I just scaled Mount Everest. Give myself a one hundred. We so, are the dumbest uh, society, society in the history, for, perhaps this ever existed. What were we saying about our presidential choices, Pat? Commonly uh, used as a yeah. shorthand yeah. with the usage meaning "keep it real" or similar sentiment. Does it mean <laughs> "keep it real, yo"? <laughs> yeah. Is there a yo in there? I love how he said "keep it real" or similar <laughs> sentiment. <laughs> like that was ex like no, they're saying "keep it real" or a similar sentiment. Not <laughs> "keep it real" or similar, similar sentiment. sentiment. Yeah, like so. if if someone puts on I really like pizza and someone writes a hundred, that means they also could mean a similar sentiment to sure I like pizza. <laughs> God. 
Yeah. I, love you, Jeffy. I love you, I love you. But I guess they're getting rid of the gun one, and they're putting a water gun in Apple is, yeah, because the uh, guns, if you see a gun emoji, you're likely, very likely to shoot somebody. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we talk about this stuff all the time with culture. No, don't look at the screen right now. Don't put that up. Don't, don't do that it. down. Don't do it. Oh, my gosh. No, it's no. Too late. Oh. But that's what they replaced it with, a water pistol. Stupid. It's so ass. Stupid. And it is part of the, like, anti-gun culture. I mean, there is an argument to be made there. It's just, I can't care about everything. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I just can't motivate myself to care about all these stories. It's too much. And uh, it's Apple. They can do what they want with their dumb company. I, I whatever. You know, if it's the government mandating something like this, that's different, and yep. that's something that would get us excited. But it's Apple making a decision for their company. So be it. Yeah, whatever. I, mean, I, I don't really care. Uh, whatever. Um, I don't use. I've never used the gun emoji. I'll never use the water pistol emoji. So <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> I, I care about emojis almost as much as I care about the Olympics. Um, I care about the Olympics a lot slightly more than more with the emojis. I think yeah, than the Olympics myself. But for me, um, I actually kind of like the summer games at times. I can get into those. Well, I'm, that's what's coming up. Yeah, I'm not a big winter games guy. The all. summer games are coming up in the winter. Uh, which is weird in Brazil. That is a very interesting. Isn't that point. weird? Yes, um, they are. And uh, so we let's go through because this is one of the things I am just no longer really interested in the Olympics. There's certain events, the hundred meter dash. I'm in. Uh, I can watch like certain yeah, because that's interesting. You want to see the fastest man alive? Yeah, right? that's kind of cool. Um, and then you kind of have like. So, like, if Michael Phelps is going for his 97th medal, I mm. might tune into that last race. That's, we're you getting know, close to that, too. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know, whatever. I, I, I can get into some of it. Certain storylines will attract my attention. But as an event, overall, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, cities, though, are kind of feeling the same way. They, they don't want the Olympics anymore. People aren't bidding on it anymore because it's, it actually winds up costing money. I mean, if you think about what the Olympics is proposed as, is a giant stimulus plan. Um, it's a mm-hmm. giant, you know... Hey, we're going. This is going to really revitalize our community if we just dump billions of dollars into stadiums we'll use once. Like, which it, is why you should pay us to say it's okay for your city to have the Olympics. Yeah, that's right. the Olympic committee. Uh, uh, no, exactly. I mean, and, and so a lot of places have found out this isn't actually true. I mean, and we can. I mean, <clears throat> Hillary Clinton just proposed a two hundred seventy-five billion dollar infrastructure stimulus program. Um, and obviously, any Republican would say that that's a terrible idea. Well, um, except of course for any, the nominee, yeah. who said he wants to not only double it but go further than doubling it. So think about that for a moment as we look at these pictures of, of uh, decaying uh, past stimulus programs, um, like uh, this one in uh, Sarajevo, nineteen eighty-four. Um, the old gold medal uh, place podium. to stand, podium, yeah, place to uh, kind of stand one for uh, gold, silver, bronze. They're not uh, looking so good these days. It's returning to the earth. Mm-hmm. And there's a uh, wow! Look at that. Yeah, is really that overgrown. what? What? What is that? Is that like a luge run or something? Me? Totally overrun and and crumbling. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Jeffy, Jeffy would know. He's a loser. <laughs> uh, see what he did? You see what I did there? You mispronounced oh, the word a little bit. No, I'm oh, only man. joking. He could never uh, fit in one uh, of those. Here's another. Uh, uh, this is the ski jump. Ski jump. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, boarded up, yeah, boarded crumbling. Up. Beijing in 08? Wow. Already? Already. I mean, the Beijing wow. thing was a big deal. And again, the ultimate stimulus program coming from a communist government. Uh, you'd expect it in Beijing. And this is, uh, people are still taking pictures. I mean, it's it's starting to fall away. Because there's no reason. You can't get people to keep these things up anymore. And there's no reason. So they just fall away. And of course, in, in China, no one would do it because, you know, the government does everything. Take care. No climbing. And they've, that's the, uh, is that the big Olympic stadium? Yeah. Are they not doing anything with it? No, apparently not, because, I mean, it's coming apart. Yep. 
Look at that. It's just coming apart. And that's only been since 08. Wow, look at the base. This is the baseball stadium. Wow. Uh, no, one, no one's mowing that long. They're not playing a lot of baseball in China. No, they are not. Uh, apparently. Okay. Uh, next we have. How can you justify these things for single? I don't know. Use, you know. I don't. I really I don't. Mean, know. And we're going to see that big time in <clears throat> in Brazil because oh, they yeah. have tons of these stadiums. I mean, <clears throat> and they have a, a, a decaying economy. You want that's going to be a complete disaster in a few years. Here's uh, next uh, we have here's the next one. Is this still China? Still Beijing? Because uh, uh, yeah, it's really gone downhill in a short period of time. It's only been eight years, and uh, wow. That's really something. I, I thought China might do something with their stuff, you know? Just Make for appearances. Facilities More or? than anything else, appearances. Because they do stuff all the time. They build <laughs> entire cities that no one lives in to keep right. up appearances. Why wouldn't they keep up the Olympic right. grounds? It's kind of weird. Yeah, the uh, so the swimming pools, the tennis courts, or this is racquetball, or who knows what that racquetball. is. Racquetball. Well, I don't know. What the hell is that? Racquetball. It's not racquetball. It happens with a bl- tiny blue ball and a racket inside of a glass uh, enclosure. Not the Olympics. It's an outdoor uh, event. The Olympics. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty You're sure. pretty sure, huh? <laughs> is there more? Or is that yeah, it? Or is that it? I don't get any more. Uh, wow. Really coming. That That's is it. surprising. That's awesome. I will say, though. In Salt Lake City, they had the 2002 games. So that's been 14 years already. And uh, a lot of them took place in Park City because it was, you know, skiing and whatever. They've turned those into rides that people go up in summer or winter. They can do, they can do rides uh, on some of those, um, the luge rides and, they, and, and the ski jumping. And they, yeah, they've done okay. some stuff with them. Okay, that's cool. So that you can enjoy that. And you spend some money and, they, and, and it pays for the upkeep of them. I will say the winter. Look, actually looks pretty good. And then the skating oval, they turned into a public skating place. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, so they've done some things with the venues that they had to build there that have kept it going. And they don't look like that. I will say that the winter one to me, and I don't... I, I was just thinking this off the top of my head, but the winter one to me seems like it would be easier yeah. to keep up because if you people ski on mountains, right? They don't just ski in the middle of nowhere. Yes. So they ski on mountains, and and, and they're going to ski there. Ski there after the Olympics. Yeah, like you don't have yeah. like, but people don't necessarily like play outdoor racquetball. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for picking round. up on my all year round. Yeah, no, people uh, don't my do information that. there that yeah, it's an outdoor venue. Right? No, I know. I, now I know. I just I wasn't aware before. But <laughs> yeah. uh, people don't like you know people aren't going. Hey, let's go out triple jumping this weekend. Like, there's no you know. Uh, there might hey, be, how about a ninety meter ski jump? Right. Yeah, you'll be killed. Probably not. You'll Probably be killed. not. So, um, so there's certain events that would go away, but I think there, there's more of them in the summer. You know, you have a giant, you know, track and field stadium. Like, I mean, obviously there's some things you can bring back there, but what? You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be using it. Maybe the World Championships every couple of years yeah. you can bring back there, but it's not gonna. You know, it's not. Salt Lake it's just, City also used their existing stadium, which always, always yeah, helps. Yeah. I mean, they did some upgrades to it, but there was an existing stadium, and so when they do track and field, or they didn't do track and field for winter, but that's where they held the opening and closing ceremonies and all that stuff. And they made it a little bit bigger, but they still use it for University of Utah football. So if you have that, you're going to be better off than if you're building everything brand new from scratch. Yeah, you do some upgrades and, and things like that. It's fine. But, it's, yeah. you know, for most, I mean, like the Sochi one was, was a big deal where they had like nothing there. Right, like nothing. Right. And they were building everything from scratch. Yeah. And I mean, I, again, I, we, I think we've done the same um, sort of segment before with some of their old stuff that's already decaying yeah. away. It's all, I, I mean, it's going to be a disaster. And which is why the, the the Olympic Games are now starting. The IOC is starting to consider uh, just using one permanent site 
permanent site for summer, permanent site for winter, and that's just where you go for the Olympics. That's a good idea. And I, I think it's a really good idea because... Especially, I mean, obviously you got to pick the right one. Yeah. Um, obviously the United States should be one of the two. Definitely. Uh, I mean... Or both. Hmm? Or, or you, both. Yeah, or even both. Or even both, yeah. You do L.A. in the summer and you do uh, um, Lake Placid in the winter. They're not going back to Lake Placid. At this it's been point. still in use. Yeah. It's still, I mean, they're still using it, right? That's one of those venues yeah. that they're still using. Yeah. So. Or Salt Lake City. Put them in Salt Lake City. Salt Lake, or, yeah. Those were successful. Denver, games. you feel like it would Denver, be like a place. Be a good place. You could probably pull it off. Although, why not go to a place that's already had them and get you know, right. the infrastructure there? You still got the. And stuff. Utah's went pretty well. I mean, yeah, it did. And that was the, one of the big Mitt Romney selling made points. money on it. Um, yeah, that was one of the big Mitt Romney selling points. Uh, yes, that he the turned day. the big losing games into because they were scandal ridden. Right now, his his the only crappy point he has is that he called Russia and everyone else was mocking him for it. And now it's blatantly obvious he was right about that. Which isn't really a crappy point. It's yeah, not. It's a, it's a pretty good point, oh. actually, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. That's it? That's all, because yeah. all he has is the fact that he was concerned about the thing that actually met one of being the big threat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, Trump, yeah. Trump, uh, yeah. you know, Trump was good. Uh, no. Mm-mm. I mean, look, I'm not in love with Romney either, but he was damn right on that. I mean, to the point of, it's not even a, a Trump point, it's an Obama point. I mean, Obama, oh, the 1980s call, they want a foreign policy back. So uh, bad. I mean, first of all, terrible line. Mm-hmm. Poorly delivered. Uh, next, it was completely wrong. And it was wrong within two years. It was really wrong, it was wrong at the wrong time. Then. It was. Yeah. Anybody it, who had any knowledge about the situation yeah. would know that. But now it's yeah. so obvious to everyone. I mean, right. they freaking invaded other countries. They're hacking servers in our country. Uh, they're doing all sorts of stuff, uh, you know, as far as the cyber terrorism thing goes. Uh, some of which gets reported, some of which uh, doesn't. I mean, the New York Times... Uh, did this the other day? <laughs> Actually, yeah. I would, while you're looking for that, I'll just say that uh, uh, I'll go on record as saying that uh, I think I may would give maybe a little finger about the only body part I'd be willing to give up. But I would give up a body part for Mitt Romney to be uh, running instead of Donald Trump. Right oh, now. I'd give my left leg for it right now. Uh, <laughs> my left leg. Look, we we talked to my to save the country. <laughs> would you not give your left leg? Come no, on, I, I, little I, finger. I, I'm not in love with, with Mitt Romney as a pre- like. I'm not voting for him in the primary. Uh, I'm not but, either. But uh, if he ran right now, yeah, he's way better. I'm all over that candidacy. Sad. I don't even far. like the guy. The I'm has, all over has it. Moved. That's your a yeah, lot. A yeah. lot. Um, but yeah. still, at this point, I, I you know we, we've tried by the way to reach out because part of the bailout. 2016 plan. Right, the stupid gear plan. Was involving Mitt Romney. And, you know, look, we mm-hmm. all know it's a complete long shot. Even if he ran, it would be a long shot. Um, however, it would be mm-hmm. nice to have that option there. It would be nice Absolutely. to have somebody sure in case. Because, you know, if Trump goes into this election down 22 points, which is not completely impossible, if he gets destroyed and he's out and he has no chance to win, wouldn't it be nice to have a candidate that you could vote for? Yes. Uh, and have a chance constitutionally to put him in office. Yes. And, and, and while I'm not in love with Mitt Romney, he's got the easiest path to do this because he would win these states easily. I think he's the only guy who can really do it legitimately. Probably he's right. the only one who has a shot at it. And I, I wish he'd do it. I think you're I think you're probably right. I, you know, I, yeah. maybe, you know, I don't know. There I'm willing to call him and one. see what he says. <laughs> well, look, it. I will say that we've we have we've started some outreach to see what the reaction would be yeah you know uh, but, so. but, you know we've had we've we've talked to several candidates on the list and off the list about this plan um so far we haven't had anyone that's going to be able to pull the trigger though some of them have expressed interest in you know wanting someone to do it i mean that's the tough thing we all want someone to do it will someone do it <laughs> and it's hard to, to be the person who says you know what yes i'll be the guy 
uh, it's a difficult thing to do. And it really can't be anybody. A lot of people would say, well, Ted Cruz. I don't think it can be somebody who's already lost to in this particular right. primary to Trump. I, I agree. Um, so it's got to be somebody new, somebody who hasn't run for a while. And, and also Cruz wouldn't do it. But still, he wouldn't, I don't think he would. Right? He, he, I mean, he's the guy I want as president, but he's not a good fit. He's not a perfect fit for this situation. Right. Um, you need someone, I think, who didn't run against him. Um, and, you know, Romney's a good one, too, because the biggest issue you're going to have with someone doing this is they're going to say the will of the people, you, you know, Donald Trump uh, got more votes than Mitt Romney in this election. But Romney wasn't on the ballot in all the states, so of course, right? The issue here is Romney will probably have more votes than either of the candidates this election this time. Yeah. That he got in 2012. Against a tougher opponent, by the way. Um, So, I mean, I think that is at least addressed there. Not everyone's going to be satisfied with that answer, but I think there's a legitimate point to be made there that tens of millions of people have voted for this guy. They wanted him to be president. He lost in a fairly close election. It wasn't, you know... And it's thin, but it very close. possible for uh, Donald J. Trump to fall apart. Yeah, I mean they are piling on with yeah. the with the with the Khan family, Gold Star family. Yeah, I mean Obama even talked again are. about it today. Yeah, he did. Uh, called Trump unfit to be president, and he is. <laughs> and he is. Uh, he is. Um, can we do this Russia thing here real quick before we go to break? Sure. I love this. This is from uh, there was a, 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 a we were talking about the Russian hacking scandal last week. Um, and the New York Times did a story in which they uncovered a group of uh, government-sponsored um, people in uh, in Russia that actually would go on and become commenters on websites to try to influence American opinion. One of the sites they talked about was The Blaze. Um, Politico was also mentioned. There's a couple others, but The Blaze was one of them. The fact that they had Russian plants putting things in commentaries to try to influence opinion. But... In that story is one of the greatest paragraphs of all time in the New York Times. This is, I I will read it for you word to word, word for word. Um, One account, one of the hackers' accounts, or one of the, you know, Russians' accounts, was called I Am Ass. (laughs) Ass had a Twitter account, an Instagram account, multiple Facebook accounts, and his own website. (laughs) In his avatars, Ass was depicted as a pair of cartoon buttocks with an ugly, smirking face. He filled his social media presences <laughs> with links to news articles, along with his own commentary. Ass had a puerile <laughs> sense of humor and only a rudimentary grasp of the English language. He also really hated Barack Obama. Ass denounced Obama in posts strewn with all-caps rants and scatological puns. One characteristic post linked to a news article about an ISIS massacre in Iraq, which Ass shared on... <laughs> I love the way this is written. <laughs> so Who did this? The New York Times. That really? Which makes it more like really? ridiculous. Wow. This is an actual New York Times Because <laughs> they usually put Mr. on every... So they didn't even call him <laughs> Mr. Mr. Ass. That's one of the rules in New York Times. Yeah. Is they always put like Mr. Trump, Mr. Obama. Right, yes. Uh, which is did not well, we, pay him the proper respect for Mr. Well, we don't know if it's a Mr. <laughs> that's true. Mr. I will Ass. say maybe that's why the Mr. Mrs. thing. It, it does conform to gender normative standards, which I do not like for the thank times. you. Thank you okay. Steve, for saying that. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> he also really hated Barack Obama. Asked announced uh, Obama and post strewn with all caps rants, scatological puns. One characteristic post linked to a news article about an ISIS massacre in Iraq, which Ass shared on <laughs> Facebook with a comment. I'm scared and farting. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to 
useless in the New York Times. Oh, man. I'm scared and farting. <laughs> ISIS is a monster awakened by Obama when he unleashed this disastrous Iraq war. <laughs> Which he didn't unleash. He actually... Oh, man. Well, that's, that's ass for you. I mean, well, the guy's got a great sense it's, of humor. He's from the Des Moines ass family, he, isn't he? It's my favorite <laughs> ass family, I'll tell you that. All right, Jeffy, boy. your favorite ass family? <laughs> Do you want to... Uh, you, no, I don't think we have oh, time. Uh, he went we with gotta, the Kardashians. That yeah, was we got to go. Right. Uh, more patents, too, coming up. <laughs> uh, I will say that. <laughs> no, you, no, you don't have time to sing. No, you don't have time. We're going to make I know, but I could, no, I could you tell can't. you exactly it's too what I was talking about. It's, it's too late. Triple eight seven two seven. Back another uh, exit at ESPN because of their, uh, their restrictions. I guess uh, Skip Bayless leaving ESPN to join Fox Sports One after spending twelve years at ESPN. Now, I, I'm not a big Skip Bayless. Fan, I'm not either. Uh, but so I don't really care. But he says uh, he's going to be able to have the uh, politically correct handcuffs removed from him. He says too many people in charge at ESPN. For my taste, we're a little too fearful. And, I mean, we know that for a fact. Oh, I mean, we know that's 100% right on yes. that. Says it's a, it's a Disney network. There are just certain boundaries you can't even tiptoe along. Not that we've, we don't have boundaries at Fox, because we will, but they trust me to go a little deeper. I can be completely honest on everything. Uh, yeah, I doubt that. But, I mean, can you say <laughs> more than he could at ESPN? I would say yes. Probably. Uh, ESPN has turned into somewhat of a disappointment. Um, oh, huge! I mean, they're that, ridiculous. Yeah, you know, look, they have live sports, and uh, there's certain things that Which they do love. Uh, that you can't get other places. They carry so BYU gonna, football. They will stay alive uh, as a network, and uh, they carry BYU football. Sure. As long as they carry BYU football, they'll know. be alive don't, in my heart. Don't care about that um, um, at all. But uh, so, wait, what? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's a it, you know, it, it's the worldwide leader in sports, right? Yes. I mean, they, uh, and that's they live up to that stamp, they you know that that general standpoint. But they they yeah, don't yeah. they don't push any boundaries. They're they, they're not they don't. They're no, those days are gone. On, on the only things. boundaries they push are the politically correct ones, right? And you know, yeah. like uh, putting Caitlyn Jenner as like the the most brave person. Yeah. In the Everybody wear sword. pink today. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, they, they'll do things like that, but they're just. A, We're going to interview the president of the United States, Barack Obama, for seventeen hours today. <laughs> and we're going to let him. Yeah. And then, uh, are you you're coming back to do your your uh, your, bracket, your, your right? March Madness bracket, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just it's, it's you know agonizing. Is a lot what of, it is. But I mean, it, that's not to say they don't do. A lot of good things. The OJ documentary they did was fantastic. A lot of the thirty for thirty stuff they do do is really, oh, I like really that. Quality. Yeah, it's really good. It's really well yeah. done. Really good. Um, you know, they do a lot of really interesting things. Can you just, put the, you know, the photo back up of uh, Skip Skip Bayless, sixty four years old? Can you yeah, huh. yeah get a close up of, of this man? Sixty four. I think that's amazing, right? Yeah. Looks, uh, yeah, looks pretty darn well preserved, sixty-four-year-old man. I will say too, um, I've I live most of my life 
being completely confused and thinking that Woody Page and Skip Bayless are the same person. <laughs> like, I, I cannot ever pick the right one of who is which. I, I can't nail it. The it's funny, they both just left, too. I, yeah. I don't know. They both that, just left. And I hate both their shows. I didn't like his. And you don't like the one and where I they don't like Woody's with the, the scoreboard and yeah, the, I hate what is that called? That Not part of the interruption. Um, no, but around I don't the like horn. The, around the horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that show. Um, however, uh, Woody Page is stepping down. Thirty-five years of uh, doing his column. Wow. He did his final wow. final column. I, he may still be doing the ESPN gig, uh, yeah. but uh, and he's <clears> seventy. Oh, that's 70. crazy. I would have never guessed that. I wouldn't have guessed that either. I would have guessed that. Great. You know, um, there was also a, a, another couple of sports stories to tie in with your uh, uh Is this your segment? Is it time for your segment or something? I mean, I'm just or, adding to the time? show. I don't know. Well, yeah, I think it's time for his segment. Because I, I, I think it's time for the Jeffy segment. Here are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk yeah. anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's, I can find something to talk about. No, you even volunteered stories. <laughs> uh, yesterday, how many times we talk about baseball and the records and the Hall of Fame yeah. and things that have happened in baseball? Um, just maybe it was uh, this weekend, uh, the first 3-3-5 triple play ever in baseball took place. 3-3-5. Three, 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 so the first baseman catches a line shot, mm-hmm. runs over and tagged. There was a runner on first. The bases were loaded. Right, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, maybe... Maybe the bases weren't low, but there's a runner for sure on first and third. Okay? okay. Mm-hmm. For sure on first and third. So line shot goes to the first baseman. He catches it. Mm-hmm. Runs to first base, touches the bag. Okay. The guy on third took off for the took off for the plate. He throws it over to third for the for the force out triple play. That's wow. the first time that's ever happened. I know. In over that's 100 years of baseball. First time. Ever happened? First triple play in Major League history. And it was, it was a 3-3-5. Three, 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 five. Not, not a 3-5. No. Three three five line shot because the first baseman caught the line shot, right. tagged the first base, wow. run over and tags the bag, and then throws it to the third baseman to tag the third. I'm base. sorry, wow. I don't believe that's the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> I'm going to have to call BS on that story. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just saying BS. what's being reported, Pat. You can... I, come on, that's got to have happened before. It's crazy. Where the first baseman makes a does the double out. And then throws to the third baseman to get the guy... Get the force out of uh, the guy the, on third. Come on. That's got to have happened. It seems like it would have, yeah. I would definitely... Would, huh. would, that's an easy way to win a bet. I would not. Uh, I would have thought that happened 50 times in history at least. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Um, but no. And, and then yesterday right. we talked about uh, uh, football season getting underway. Yes, we and, did. Uh, did you see the... Uh, I don't know if we have it, but I was hoping to have the picture of fat Tony Romo. What? Uh, they were, yeah, Romo, the picture of Tony... Uh, it's not Tony really B- Tony Romo. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, running out of the uh, running out of the practice field, Tony. Uh, no uh, your Dallas way. Fans looking a little shaky. Wow. He <laughs> no way. When was that? T- Come on. When was that taken? Now they said that's at training camp. It's in uh, California. Where they training? Whatever they're out there now. The guy said that it could be the camera angle it's gotta, and yeah. the bad shot, the way the jersey was coming up or yeah. whatever. But I gotta tell you, no way is he in that kind of shape. No way. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> Come on, it's Tony Romo. Okay, I obviously know. hope it's true. And being an Eagles fan, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, uh, huh, huh. That uh, would be tough. They always say that this the, one of the most difficult things. And Jeffy, you can attest to this as an athletically overweight guy. Um, you know, as a as an athlete, a professional athlete, you're working hard. It's you're sure, burning right. five, six thousand calories in a day yeah. with these workouts, and so you eat like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get off yeah, of the the uh, everyday grind, and you put on weight like crazy. 
Uh, and so a lot of these linemen wind up killing themselves because they just keep eating 10,000 calories a day until they die and they have heart attacks. Mm-hmm. And they, that know. was one of the hard things with uh, my son, actually. With, I mean, they wanted him at 310, over 310 or more. Uh, and so he forced himself to eat, 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 eat. And so he was fortunate enough to be able to say, uh, when I'm done playing, he didn't have to eat like that. So he's lost a bunch of weight and looks good. Yeah, but he, he looked good when he was three ten, though, because yeah, he's six five, and it was it was you know mostly muscle. I yeah, mean, well, but I mean, he just hated being that heavy. You know, he felt like yeah, I, I don't want to be that heavy. But the you know, mm. somebody said, um, "We'll give you a paycheck, and all you have to do is be three hundred and ten pounds." Okay, you're gonna get a paycheck to eat? Uh, yes, <laughs> I, will, I will accept that. <laughs> By the way, you will be noticing a bunch of people getting paid to eat in just a few moments as we do spoons. <laughs> Uh, to celebrate oh. National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. It's the happiest day of the year. It is. Now, uh, now I, I want to tell you specifically about these ice cream sandwiches. Go ahead, Jeffy. You no, I was, just gonna, I was just going to say we have Natasha bringing some, right? Yes. These Natasha. are the ones you're telling us about. Natasha is bringing some. And I'm told that I was just messaged that my wife was going to be bringing uh, some. Is there, if you look behind you, there may be a... Is this uh, okay? Yes. You're, okay, we're oh, gonna have a, we're gonna have some oh, breaking nice. ice cream okay, sandwich nice. developments. Let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side with real quality programming. Absolutely. Uh, and us eating. It's celebration, actually. It's not quality. Uh, I mean, it's it's celebration. Whatever. I don't care. Well, let's eat. <laughs> It's uh, Pat and Stu. Uh, it's a weird story. Award-winning novelist Jonathan Franzen has admitted an admittedly uncomfortable reason for why he doesn't expect to write a book about race. He doesn't know many blacks. Now, my question is, who the hell asked him, Hey, Jonathan, are you planning to write a book about race anytime soon? Well, no, I... I wasn't thinking about that. Where did that come from? <laughs> hey, Jonathan, were you planning to write a book about squirrels anytime soon? <laughs> and then his answer, uh, though. No, I don't know that many squirrels. I don't know. Oh! Much oh! Squirrels! oh! <laughs> I've got a gerbil at home, but it mostly just goes around a wheel. I, uh, don't, Jeffrey, did you want to comment? <laughs> about the gerbil yes, or about no. the race? Uh, so, no. Uh, <laughs> That's a weird thing. I, I, really weird. I don't know. I guess um, he was widely criticized, um, said uh, his books were indeed about race if, if they expressed only a white perspective. Um, I guess uh, that's, that's an embarrassing confession. The author of The Corrections said he had few black friends and had never been in love with a black woman. Damn him! How, why isn't this person in jail? If he's he doesn't have very many black friends, he's never been in love with a black woman. Mm-hmm. Should he not be in prison right now? Is the guy black? Is that why this is happening to him? Yeah, uh, a white author. He's a white author. So why? What? White author, white journalist. Never been in love with a black woman. <laughs> are are you supposed to have been? <laughs> if you're a white guy, are you? Are you supposed to have at some point I mean, every, fallen in love with a black woman? Most, most people really, probably have, right? Well, I was thinking about where we are. It's so weird. Because it's like... Really they, weird. Like, can you... Like, there are multiple levels to this. 
But it's like now it's that point if you're not if you don't actually have a relationship in your past, a, a, a love interest that was African American, you're racist. If you don't find Lena Dunham attractive, you're sexist. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're, I mean, I don't. I, it's, mm-hmm. We keep going down these weird roads. It's really like, weird. You don't. I don't. I don't have to. There's a thing they call. Let me teach you a lesson here. Uh, yeah, the Lena Dunham thing. You're supposed to enjoy seeing a, a fat girl naked. Naked. And right? I, I find Which, it to be uh, not as a, that attractive. Right. Um, you but know, that and, and makes me, you a bad person. Can I explain this to progressives? Because it's important for them to understand yes. this, mm-hmm. uh, as they are obviously not evolved enough to get here. Um, it's called sexual preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I Whoa. have a sexual preference for Horror. someone other than Lena Dunham. Almost anyone <laughs> other than Lena Dunham is my sexual preference. I, mean, I prefer sex with anyone I, I other yeah. than I Lena Dunham. I'm standing right, right behind you on that. Thank 100%. you. I, I appreciate 100%. that. Hundred uh, percent. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. I've, I've looked. Shockingly, by the way, everyone in Hollywood has a sexual preference for someone other than me. Yeah, and right. Pat and Jeffy. Hello. They all find us disgusting. <laughs> and if we took our clothes off, they would be proven correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, but the point here is that w- what what happened? These people have been preaching to us about sexual preference for how long? Whenever we say, yeah. you know what, I find, you know who I there's certain models that I find attractive. Some of them might be white. <gasps> oh my gosh! No, uh, I, there are uh, black uh, models as well that I find attractive. But but the model thing is kind of the most important part. Like well, they models, I kind of like them all. They're all pretty awesome. But I mean, if some person mm-hmm. says, you know, because I, you know, you think of your, your the person that you find as your ideal person, you have to pick something. If you're picking an ideal person, you have to pick something. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it might be blonde hair, blue eyes. It might be uh, what Jeffy likes, Eastern Bloc women that are nine feet tall. We don't know. We everyone's got a different thing, mm. and oh, uh, we all got different things. We all got. Our little ideas about what is great and what isn't. That's why Jeffy has so many different fetish sites. I mean, I'm willing to list them. You don't really need to list them. I think people, if they want to find them online, yeah, yeah, that's okay. They can find them. Uh, what a bizarre story. You really should just I, start this business. We promote it all the time. Yeah, I know. Why aren't you making money on this, Jeffy? I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> so bizarre. Why? Why is that even a story? I don't why? <laughs> Does and every I, author have to a fall in love with a black woman? And B, write something about race. I guess, I well, guess so. Yeah. I mean, look at what wow. the, the girl, the student uh, government from girl from the University of Houston suspended for 50 days for because what? she posted on her Facebook page, uh, forget hashtag Black Lives Matter, more like all lives matter. They sus- what? They suspended her from school for that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they gotta be kidding me. She got a 50 day suspension. Wow. Uh, She receives a $700 a month stipend, which uh, she will not get. Uh, Requirement to attend a three day diversity workshop. Requirement to attend UH cultural events each month from September through March, Uh, except for December. They're not going to make her do that in December. Uh, An order to write a letter of reflection on how her harmful actions have impacted impacted this SGA and the University of Houston student body. Plus, she's obviously of, I don't know, Indian descent? She's from India, maybe? Rohini? And she's got to put on a public presentation uh, the 20th of September. I I mean, that is unbelievable. You hear that, Hate? She's not even white. She's not even white. Look at the disappointment in his voice. No, she's I, not. Even I was actually glad that she wasn't white. Have you ever had a? Have you, have you ever had a? Have you ever been married to a black woman? I have not. No, I haven't. Racist. Only had one wife. She, she just happened to be white. Oh, she just—it's a, a coincidence. What a miracle!
miracle! Yeah, right. Wow! <laughs> it's incredible! The one Pat picked was white! You were planning, on, mar- you were planning I mean, on marrying a black woman? Well, out of all the black women to choose from in Montana and Salt Lake City, Utah, <laughs> it was tough to pass them up and go to this white person. It was really hard. Yeah, where, where did he choose <laughs> oh. to live? Oh, he picked the whitest states in the Union! Another surprise! A miracle! <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh, by the what way, what a we, world! I know is, that is really the attitude these days. God, if they can, so it, it's some people, and the problem is this this perverse pleasure, and, and that's not, and that is a Jeffy website, but that's not what I'm talking about. Here. <laughs> the perverse pleasure that comes from proving to yourself that someone else is more racisty than you are, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. well, they're more racist than me, and I'm a good person because I can prove. I personally it's am terrible. sick of it. It's I'm terrible. Oh, it's agonizing. I'm not tired of ice cream sandwiches, however. And it's ice cream sandwich um, national day. ice cream national sandwich day. What president said that? What president was the hero? Taft. It had to, to be Taft. Taft. <laughs> Just one hundred percent Taft. It didn't fit in a bathtub. It had to be Taft. <laughs> you know it was Taft. It had it was, to be. Uh, Taft was uh, <laughs> overweight. Yes, he was <clears throat> overweight. More patents stew coming up. <laughs> Bring in the ice cream sandwiches. Bring in the ice cream sandwiches. Bring them in. Roll it in. By the way, the uh, the big uh, museum is going on uh, this weekend, uh, liarsofliberty.com. And I was out mm. there, and at, being displayed in the museum currently is the Spoon's Throne that was made for this show and never makes it in here for when we do a Spoon oh, wow. segment. Are you? No. Are you eating the damn sandwiches? No. You You've got, got ice cream on your you, lips you have right now. ice cream. No. <laughs> you are the, oh, good the worst person in history. But uh, go to liarsofliberty.com. And today's a big yeah. day. Glenn uh, is uh, he's got his book out called Liars, and uh, we should do we should do maybe, maybe we'll come on we come on the Pat and Stu show tomorrow and talk right. about it a little maybe. bit. How about that? Can we book Glenn? You think we can get Glenn? Do you so, know this show? Wait, hold on! Name. Don't eat that yet. I'm not. It's National I'm Ice Cream Sandwich ready. Day. I'm getting ready. Jeff, just keep babbling. Go okay. ahead. These are named after Jeffy. These particular ones, the traditional ice the cream sandwich boy. of the day, the Fat Boy. And I, I would exp- mm. I would explain that these are kind of don't eat that one yet. We're not even talking about that. These are the worst. You guys can't handle yourselves around food. It's very true. So? So these are like a double stuff <laughs> ice cream sandwiches. So? They're, they're smaller, square, so you can eat more of them. Mm-hmm. Right. But let's I'm, compare I'm them to this. Compare, well, okay, there's probably more ice cream in the Fat Boy. Right, right? Which, which one are you going to yeah. Hold on, let me switch it out to this one since you've opened that one. Okay, okay. go okay. ahead. These, I want to I talk about these, though. These are called Cool House. Yeah. Um, and uh, there, there's a... Is that the chocolate chip one or the peanut butter one? This is the uh, peanut uh, double, double chocolate, chocolate cookie peanut butter ice cream. And they have a food truck in Dallas that, where on. they make these. I don't know if they're available around the country, oh, but they're available at grocery stores here, too. Did you just lick just the ice cream out of the... <laughs> so there's is a there food a truck you get them, and now they're in at grocery stores, and they're really freaking good. And they make them in this weird way. They're mm-hmm. a little, like... You can kind of see they, they stack mm-hmm. them with more ice cream on one side. Oh, yeah. Uh, there you go. Can I see that? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Moved it fast, but like kind of like at an angle. Um, well, anyway. That's really good. The cookies are awesome. And yeah, the cookie is delicious. And the ice cream. Get away from my food. Also happens to be. Oh, my God. What I would call delicious. Right? That's a good ice cream sandwich, man. Mm-hmm. 
If you get Cool, cool House, C O O L H A U S, anywhere mm. near you, go get it. They're freaking really good. Okay, this is the chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. But why aren't you eating the one we're eating? What's that? I mean, the. Why are you eating the one we're taste testing on the show right now? What do you mean? You are the worst. Like, I mean, you're Lawrence, just, come here. You don't know you how to You know this how to works. actually do television. Can you show him how to. That's a damn good sandwich, isn't it? This is good. Yeah. There better be another damn chocolate chip ice cream sandwich in there. You can eat our scraps, you Jeffy. Know, you don't oh, I'll, I'll, I'll eat it again. I mean, I'll, I'll okay. eat that so, so now we have to try this right, one. Completely out of order. All right, here comes. <clears throat> You gotta try the peanut butter one. Grab one of these peanut butter yellow ones. What ones. are you doing in here? Get out of here. You just saw ice cream sandwiches you in here. You can food where a black person is and not shit. <laughs> is that a rule? It's just a rule. It's a rule I will not repeat. Because mm-hmm. I'd like to have a show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, now we've got... <clears throat> oh, this is good. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Okay. <laughs> this yeah, is... so there's there's more ice cream on this end than this one. Right, that's kind of their standard thing, although I got one that's pretty even. Huh. Um, again, this that's is, a cute way of cheating us out of ice cream, right? Uh, I, I don't appreciate it, frankly. <laughs> well, we can call the people and see if they'll come in. <laughs> that's really good. It's so, it's so good that it's black. That's what it is. It's <laughs> so good. Right. Again, I can't repeat any of the things you're no. saying. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the rule. You can mm. talk into Jeffy's chest because Je- Jeffy's boobs, you can hear. Yeah. He, if you talk, get close to his boobs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. This is good because it's black. That's why. Okay. <laughs> okay. But mine is really good and it's not black. Mm. This, is a, this is this is are both really really good. White lives mm. don't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the thing about Cool House, I would say, mm. and the difference between that and the traditional ice cream sandwich, which we're going to try here, this is a fat boy named after Jeffy, is the cookie quality. Yeah. The cookie is far superior in this than it's going yeah. to be in that. Right. Like I mean, these are like legit. <clears throat> cookies you go to like a bakery yeah i mean they're unbelievable it makes a huge difference huge difference really does now let me try this this is the fat boy and while you eat it let's get ready on the uh oh yeah we're all gonna right. have the hacksaw ridge trailer oh yeah let's play something so we can eat food let's play it play it and then uh play it. Play. we'll come back and say goodbye as play we it. eat more ice cream sandwiches <laughs> What the hell is your delay, Captain? We're waiting, sir. Waiting for what? Private Doss. Who the hell is Private Doss? I always dreamed about being a doctor, but I uh, didn't get much school. I can't stay here while all them go fight for me. But you figure this war is just going to fit in with your ideas? While everybody else is taking life, I'm going to be saving it. And that's going to be my way to serve. This is a personal gift from the United States government designed to bring death to the enemy. Well, I'm sorry, Sergeant. I can't touch a gun. You don't kill. No, sir. You know, quite a bit of killing does occur in war. Private Doss does not believe in violence. Do not look to him to save you on the battlefield. I don't think this is a question of religion. I think this is cowardice. I'll fall in love with you because you weren't like anyone else. Saying you could go to prison. But I don't know how I'm gonna live with myself if I don't stay true to what I believe. With the world so set on tearing itself apart, doesn't seem like such a bad thing to me to want to put a little bit of it back together. Private Doss, you are free to run into the hellfire of battle without a single weapon to protect yourself. 
conscientious objector who I think actually went to battle and won a Medal of Honor. Really? Pretty cool story. Mm. Uh, that's one I definitely want to see. Uh, and this is something I definitely want to continue to hear. 